The preseason AP Top 25 is here, and I have some thoughts, so you got a bonus episode coming your way. We'll talk about it here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome back to this bonus episode of Lockdown Gators coming out this Monday evening. So we're, we're doing that because earlier today, the AP preseason top 25 came out. I want to talk about it, but I already have tomorrow's episode planned that I'm not changing it. I don't want to wait days to talk about it. So we're getting into it. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Whole Nine Sports and written work with Giants Country and all that fun stuff. Make sure you comment, leave a review, which, which would be greatly appreciated. It's always it's always the jerks that do leave a review. So if you, if you like the show, let me know. Um, but just getting into today's content, the AP Top 25 came out, like I said. And we'll take a look at more specific things and my thoughts on the overall Top 25, which, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. But Florida was unranked, which is unsurprising. I know that they did get 17 votes, setting them at unranked, but they got the 37th most votes. Uh, but again, yeah, no, I, I think that it's fair that they're unranked. You know, this is a Florida team that last year barely made a bowl game and then lost to UCF in that bowl game. So I think it's fair to say that, you know, this this team has doubts around it. Uh, you lost some of your best players in Kyrie Lum. You lost Zachary Carter. And this is just it's it's just a team that they've gone through quite a bit. The running back room is pretty much brand new with Damian Pierce and Malik Davis gone. Emory Jones is gone, which I don't even care how you feel about him. It's a team with a brand new quarterback that's unproven. As much as we love him and as much as we want to admit he's so great, which I do think he is, but Anthony Richardson is undoubtedly unproven. So there there's that little uh caveat when when talking about this team. The Florida Gators did, however, have four ranked opponents, which I thought that it'd be a bit higher, but um, I won't complain about it. I'll, I'll say that. I like Again, this is a team where they're close-ish to being ranked, but nothing, nothing amazing about it right now. But uh, they did have four ranked opponents, starting off with, of course, the first opponent in the Utah Utes. Which they got ranked number eight, which is um, interesting. I'll say I did not think that they'd be ranked that high. I thought they'd be ranked, but I was expecting like 14-ish. Uh, eight's, eight's pretty high. Eight's pretty generous, if you're asking me. That's not me saying they're a bad football team. That's me saying that I don't think they're the eighth best team in the country. Um, and there's that, and that, that's going to be fun. I wonder if that'll change the lines at all. Because, you know, at this point, Florida was, I believe, a minus one and a half point favorite. Not sure if that's going to stick or maintain to be true or whatever terms you want to use for it. But that first game, Saturday, September 3rd at 7 p.m., Utah, number eight. Then the next week, Florida also hosts the Kentucky Wildcats, who are number 21 in the rankings. And we'll talk about this again later, but I I don't think Kentucky should be 21. I think last year they were better than they're going to be this year. Um I, that's just what it is. Um, they beat Florida last year, of course. I mean, it, it was it was a tough one. Um, we'll, we'll go through that, and, and we'll say it was a tough one. Then, of course, which this one is also really weird. Uh, Florida doesn't play a ranked opponent. They play U- USF, Tennessee, Eastern Washington, Missouri, and LSU, and then they have a bye, and then they play Georgia. 
Georgia's ranked number three, and I understand the concerns about, you know, they lost so many defenders and they lost so many players in general, but it just seems really weird to me that the national championship, like that they that the defending champs are not number one to start the season. I think that should just be a thing. Like I think I think the preseason bowl should just have you as number one if you just won the national championship and you've dominated the almost entirety of the season. So I feel like that one's kind of a little little goofy to me. Um but again I don't, I don't make the rules here. Uh, Georgia game is obviously a neutral site, as always. It's in Jacksonville, and Florida will hopefully hopefully be able to walk away with a win from that one. I do think Florida could start the year 2-0 against two ranked opponents, which would be amazing with Utah and Kentucky. Uh, if Florida beats Utah, they'll probably get ranked. If they beat Kentucky, they'll obviously get ranked much higher. Um, but I, I think Florida has a legitimate chance of beating Utah, and I, I am of the stance and belief that Florida should beat Kentucky. Uh, I think the Utah game, I'm kind of 50-50 on right now, but Kentucky, I think Florida should win that game. Uh, it's partially because I'm very much lower on Will Levis than a lot of people, but that's, again, that's just, you know, that that's my evaluating self. Uh, Georgia's again number three, which Florida could, could, could win that one. Um, I think that game is one of those games where even last year going into the game, we were like, it's a toss-up. Not because I don't even care about the talent or the scheme or anything when we're talking about Florida versus Georgia. It's just one of those games where anything could happen. It's one of those big rivalry games where anything could happen and you never really know. Then Texas A&M, Florida's only away game versus a ranked opponent. Um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I, I, how the heck is Texas A&M number seven in the nation? I have no idea. Um, that's that's just absurd to me that Texas A&M is thought of as number seven in the nation. Florida has four games against ranked opponents. They're both back-to-backs with Utah and Kentucky to start the year. And then, you know, five games later, a bye week. And then Georgia and Tamu right after the bye week. Um, I, yeah, I, I think that the schedule is not super tough um, in terms of just those those four games. I think it's like it could have been worse. Um because you've got Kentucky, who's number 21. You've got Texas A&M, who shouldn't be number seven. So you got a few teams that are kind of misranked there, we'll say. Uh, but clearly, a lot of these rankings are just, you know, they were good last year. They're popular right now. Uh, they have a really good quarterback, and we're going to put some stock in that guy that he's going to be able to lead this team, which isn't always the case, but, you know, it's what it is. But we're about to take a look at some teams where they missed, whether they were too high or too low. But first... We're going to get a quick word from LinkedIn because as the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find people that you want to interview faster and for free. If you've never used LinkedIn Jobs before, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. With simple tools like screening questions, it makes it easy for you to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates that you want to talk to faster. And nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn every week. So you can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. If you think the Gators are going to win seven or more games like myself, Bet the over. If you think the Gators are going to win six games or less, like I've always said, and you could probably go with it here, like a big dumb dummy, then bet the under. Right now with BetOnline.net, the Gators' win total is set at 6.5 wins. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs, 
and sports information. I've been saying it. I've been using Bet Online for five, going on six years now. I couldn't be happier with it. It's got so much, not just basketball, not just football, not just baseball, not just soccer, not just hockey, not just MMA, not just boxing, not just tennis, not just table tennis, not just darts, not just snooker, not just politics, not just economics, not just aliens invading. It's got everything on that site. So make sure you use the head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action. Check out Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Now we're taking a look at teams that they got wrong in this AP top 24 top, top 25. I have five teams on here because um three of them I think are too high. Two of them I think are too low. Um and I'm I'm kind of just going off in the order that I saw them. Clemson being number four uh to me is Straight up stupid. Um, that's what it is. I think when you look at Clemson last year and sure any injuries or whatever might have happened, uh, I don't know how you could watch them last year. You can see DJ Uigalele play consistently worse than the expectations were. Not that he was horrible. That's the thing with DJ and a lot of other college quarterbacks. I don't think DJ was terrible, but he didn't live up to expectations. Um same thing with Spencer Rattler in South Carolina, and well, now it's South Carolina, but formerly with Oklahoma. He didn't play terribly. He just didn't play up to the expectations and standards that they held. There's a difference. Uh, but even on top of DJ Uigalele, because you could say, you know, this is a bounce back year for him. I think losing Brent Venables on that defense is huge. Venables is also obviously now with Oklahoma. Um, but I, I think that that's losing a lot. And I think that there might be a little bit of a of an adjustment period once the season starts for Clemson. So I think them being number four, like I said, just just dumb. Um, but not as dumb <laughs> as Miami. Um, the Miami Hurricanes were undeservedly so listed as the number 17 team in the uh, country after being not ranked last year, after having a bad year last year, after going, I believe it was seven and five in a very weak ACC. Um, the ACC last year was, was straight up bad. That, that's the only way I could put it. They were bad. Their great team of Clemson wasn't great last year. Pitt, they were pretty dang good, but you know, they're not this elite program. Pitt, by the way, is number 16 right ahead of Miami. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's really weird. You know, the best ACC team from last year is Notre Dame, and they're not even an ACC team. Um, so I, I think that's just like, it, it's weird that I felt like you, like they need, they felt as if they needed to put Clemson in there and they needed to give Miami a bump. Um, but they went seven and five last year. Miami didn't lose a ton of superstars or anything like that. They also didn't add a ton of superstars. Yes, Tyler Van Dyke is is a good quarterback. I'm not taking that away from him. But I think this is one of those situations where it's it's everything for Miami getting ranked this high. It's getting a brand name in there. It's going with – they got a good quarterback. They're going to do that. They're a popular team right now. Um, but I, I don't know. They didn't add superstars in the portal. That's, that's what's – that's what's really frustrating for me, that they did not add these superstar players in the portal. It's not like USC where they got ranked where they were bad last year, but they added Lincoln Riley and they added Caleb Williams. So like they added a new head coach and a new quarterback, and and you deserve a big boost for that. Still think they're too high, but you deserve a boost for that. Ole Miss should be higher than 24 um, easily. I think whoever they start at QB mixed with their running back room, I, I mean, and just the – the schemes that they can throw out there and put together, I think you're just 
I think it's silly to not think that they're going to be a good football team this year. Baylor should also be higher. I will always, always, always have faith in that coaching staff in doing what they can do to make this team as good as possible. I think last year they were good. I think this year they're going to be good as well. Um, so I, I just think Baylor's one of those teams. And Baylor's not low, by the way. Baylor's number 10. I just think they should be higher. They should be like six, seven, you know, in that range. Uh, Texas being on there at all is a joke. Sark giving his own Texas Longhorns a first place vote is a joke, and he should automatically be stripped of his um, right to vote again in the future. Because if you're going to come out and you're going to do something stupid like that, then your whole poll should be thrown out. Because um, it wouldn't shock me if he had like Oklahoma. Um, I don't even know how far the poll goes as far as how many teams you could put. If you could only put 25, it wouldn't shock me if he had Oklahoma unranked. Um, so stuff like that where it's like, if you're going to be dumb, just don't do it. Um, they're, a joke, they're a joke of a program, and they just made themselves look even stupider. So good job, Sark. You're already doing your job with uh, – yeah, you're already doing your job with Texas. So great for you. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. This was a bonus episode. We'll be like tomorrow talking about practice with the uh, – Practice? You're talking about practice? Yeah, we're talking about practice. Make your second listen, Lockdown SEC, hosted by Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Best coverage, best conference, including the best university, the University of Florida. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. On all my written work with Whole Nine Sports and Giants Country at SI.com. And I'll see you all tomorrow.